I want to take as a subject today three contrasts, one connection. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this wonderful time of worship. Thank you for the reading and expounding of your word and the sharing. Lord, give us your witness in our hearts and help us to be faithful to your call. For Christ's sake, amen. During the last several weeks, our pastor has been leading us wonderfully through the book of Genesis. Today we move to the book of Exodus. But you will remember how that Tommy shared with us the story of Joseph's deliverance down into Egypt. This son of Jacob who had received the coat of many colors as a gift, the brothers were jealous, so they sold him to the Midianites, and the Midianites took him to Egypt. Uh, they meant it for evil, but there's something wonderful that takes place because Joseph rises to a very stately position in Egypt. He becomes second in command. He's a brilliant young man. He's a great manager, perhaps even an engineer. Uh, he is foresightful, and he realizes that a terrible famine is coming to the land so that when his brothers come to Egypt to ask for help, he is there to provide for them and says, you all come and live in the land of Goshen and you will be cared for. I realize that you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And so we come to the book of Exodus now, where we are told at this time, there arose in Egypt a Pharaoh who did not know Joseph. And this is the point at which we're introduced to what I'm calling this morning these three contrasts. And we're going to see the antagonist and the protagonist. We're going to see the action and the response. We're going to see the question and the answer. We're going to see the thesis and the antithesis. So let's move to this. The first contrast is that when the people in Egypt began to multiply, the Hebrews that is, the king, the Pharaoh, became very paranoid. And he called all of his leaders together and he says, these people have become a mighty nation. And if we don't do something, they'll join with our enemies. and They'll make war against us and defeat us. And so the plan was then to create taskmasters who made living 
a terrible burden. They even forced these Hebrews to build two cities. You heard it. Pithom and Ramesses. They had to make more and more bricks and mortar and straw. It was terrible. But here's the contrast. The heavier the burden, the more the people multiplied. And that's contrast number one. Contrast number two. Pharaoh said to the midwives, when you deliver the Hebrew children, you kill all the baby boys. That was a law. That was the order of the land. But we're told that that's not exactly what these midwives did. They delivered those baby boys. They did not kill them. And when Pharaoh asked them, they said, well, these are vibrant women. And by the time we get there to deliver the child, they've already been delivered. So on the one hand, you have this law to kill the kids. On the other hand, this contrast is that they are saved. And then we come to the third contrast. There was a man and a woman who were out of the Levite tribe. They got married. They began a family. And at least the second child was a boy child. Now the Pharaoh had again sent down the royal edict that they were to throw the baby boys into the river. So this child was born to this Hebrew mother. She took care of the baby for three months until she could hide him no longer. Made this little ark, basket. Put the baby in the river. And as the little ark was floating along the river... Interestingly enough, the daughter of this evil Pharaoh came to bathe in the river. All this time, this baby's sister, whose name was Miriam, was standing watching. And Pharaoh's daughter asked that the baby be retrieved, and when she saw it was one of the Hebrew babies, she had pity on it. And Miriam, the sister of this baby, was standing by, as I said, and she said, would you like for me to get someone to nurse the baby? And she went and got the baby's mother. And then later, she brought, that is the mother brought this young man to Pharaoh's daughter. Pharaoh's daughter adopted that child. And that's where this story ends today. But we'll see more later on. But here's the contrast. To destroy the baby by putting him in the river and by putting him in the river his salvation occurred. Here are these three contrasts. Just think about it. 
the thing that's in common is oppression. Pharaoh oppressed the Hebrews by persecution. But you see how the contrast works? Persecution only gave way to the fulfillment of the promise of God. We must remember that God had promised to make the Hebrew nation a great and fruitful and wonderful nation. God was and is faithful to God's promise. Secondly, Pharaoh oppressed these people by deceit. And yet, by way of contrast, we're told that in the deceit, there was victory because these midwives, these wonderful women, believed God. And the action of God then was very powerful. And we're also told that those very women who believed God and trusted God and acted, as Miss Nancy said, were also blessed with their own families. And then finally, here is this unholy law, this murderous law. And yet, that law was defeated by a wonderful, loving mother. Three contrasts, one connection. God was and God is at work. Friends, we believe that disease, unholy governments, false prophets, the Antichrist, powers on earth and powers in heaven cannot defeat the work and the will of God. Praise to God because in the contrast of the ways of the world, there is one who connects us with an eternal power. Blessed be to God's name. Amen.